Good morning, Moji, and good morning to your listeners, man. So I understand, uh, just to uh, kick off, I understand that uh, the Gauteng uh, government uh, could be suing Mr. Pete. Yes, they released a statement yesterday that they intend to sue, unfortunately, so Mr. Rampedi and his employer, in this case, Independent Media. Hmm. Let's talk about the credibility of uh, print newspapers in South Africa and what that story may have possibly done uh, to, to impact its credibility. Look, Pella, the, the, the impact has been negative. Uh, it has tarnished the, <laughs> the, 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 the credibility, it has tarnished the trust, it has tarnished what ever belief people had hmm. in the print media industry in South Africa. I mean, th- this is the lowest case and the lowest drop when it comes to journalistic ethics. If hmm. you speak about a really massive and major spectacular journalistic failure, this has to be it. So uh, print media in South Africa, as you may know, has, has faced its own challenges hmm. of you know, dropping circulation, mm. dropping re- revenues. And, you know, we we as an organization, as SANEF, we've been hard at work trying to get the, the public to regain the trust in the media. We, we, we've just completed a very detailed two-year program of working around ethics and all that. Mm. So su- such stories are really taking us backwards and they are not contributing anything towards us regaining the trust. Sure. The public trust that is in, in print media in South Africa. We understand the key role that editors play in um, different newsrooms across across the landscape. But who checks the boss's 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 boss? In other words, how do we understand what protocol is followed in order for a story to get published within uh, print media? Look, man... Uh each and every each and every newspaper, each and every magazine in the print space. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it even these days cuts across cuts across online. It, yes. it cuts across a bullet in on radio. Yes. It cuts across whatever is on the news channels. Is that there are editors behind? Mm-hmm. There are editors who need to first check the basics. In this case of the Tembisa Ten, we have seen a classic failure of internal checks and balances mm. that were supposed to be in place to check that, you know what, before we get excited about telling the world that we have broken the, the Guinness World Record, let us, let us ask the first basic question, where are the babies and do the babies exist? Mm. If, mm. We, if we can't publish those pictures for whatever cultural reasons, let us satisfy ourselves by seeing the pictures, let us satisfy ourselves by saying, these babies, we are certainly for sure, they were born at a certain hospital as compared to the wild goose chase mm. that's been happening in the past two weeks. Uh, what could have been avoided here? I mean, what lessons can, can be drawn from, from this entire incident? And, 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 Look, f- and mostly, what can the South African public learn? Because we, we've, we've got the propensity to sort of believe what, what we read. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, the, 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 what, what could have been done better? You, the, the, the first part of your question is that uh, you get something wrong as a news outlet, mm. you immediately go 
back on your same platform to acknowledge that, look, we got it wrong. We are mm. humans, we do err, and in this case, we got this thing wrong. And you apologize, you retract the story. Mm. You know, you don't go on public platforms and continue to defend mm. a story that you know you have shabbily handled, as we have seen what's been happening between the editor and his employer. And an internal investigation of how the story was handled that, you know, never even was made public. An internal investigation that we don't know how it went and who was the lead investigator in that. Mm. And then and then the second part of your question is that the public here, we continue also to call on the public to say, do question what you hear on the news. Because you know we've got we've got we've got huge organizations like yourselves at the SABC, a huge mm-hmm. newsroom. But before anything goes on air, because you are well aware that they, this whole world is faced with fake news, yes. you you double check and triple check before saying anything on air. So it, 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 it's a it's a continuous lesson, mostly for the South African public, to say, look, the South African media owes you that much to triple check the effects, to triple mm-hmm. check whether these things exist, whether they are true, whether they are accurate, whether you know they've been double checked, whether journalistic ethics have been adhered to before sharing it with the with the great public. All right, great stuff. Real quickly, uh, lastly, uh, do you know Pete? <laughs> I've met Pete before. I haven't seen Pete in a number of years, Munchi. Mm, I think uh, keep it like that. Thanks a lot for uh, <laughs> chatting to us. Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic, and uh, thanks for the insight that you've given us this morning. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thanks a lot.